For October 10th, this is the Weekly Rundown. Today, an unsteady economy, the empire strikes back, a Nobel laureate, trains are awesome, and the show, The Closer. But first, we're sorry for a glitch that led to some of you receiving last week's issue twice. It won't happen again, we hope. You'd think that immediately after issuing a mea culpa, we wouldn't have the courage to ask you to refer a friend, and you're right, we won't. We'll just point out that your unique subscriber referral link is at the bottom of your email. Big Idea, an unsteady economic recovery. In case you thought you understood the economy, we're here to break the news to you. You don't, and we don't either. The September jobs report had anemic numbers, despite a host of positive news over the past month. Wages are skyrocketing, college seniors are being bombarded with job offers, COVID cases are decreasing, hiring in the hospitality sector is stabilizing, and schools have largely reopened. Despite all of that, fewer than half the number of expected jobs were created last month, and the number of people participating in the workforce fell in key demographics like black men. We're also seeing all sorts of labor strikes and walkouts from food to Hollywood, and supply chain issues continue to weigh on manufacturing and consumer goods. Listen, we haven't been this confused since the end of Inception. So what's our point here? Well, last month's jobs report could be largely explained by local governments failing to find enough people to drive buses and clean schools, or it could be something else. The the only thing which is clear is the unclarity surrounding our recovery from COVID. Like anyone who has gotten it can tell you, you never really know when you'll be back up to 100% again. Story to watch. China strikes at Taiwan. China raised the temperature in Eastern Asia this week as it sent dozens of aircraft into airspace near Taiwan continuously for days on end. The Taiwanese Air Force was overwhelmed by this show of strength. This record-breaking testing of Taiwan's defenses coincides with China celebrating its Independence Day. This also comes amid newly substantiated reports that last year the U.S. has begun training Taiwanese forces for the first time ever, an escalation of our involvement in the island's defenses. Taiwan, which historically has been part of China, broke off 70 years ago when the mainland became communist. It has studiously thread the needle between autonomy and independence, knowing that a Chinese invasion would be devastating. What has changed in recent years is the calculation that such an invasion would likely result in a communist victory. Chinese forces are now better equipped and better trained than Taiwan's, and the island is increasingly seen as the main cause of tensions between China and the U.S., rather than a sideshow. 
Zhou and China's president, Xi Jinping, will be speaking with each other by the end of the year. So fingers crossed that our Thanksgiving turkey isn't radioactive. This week's image, a Nobel laureate. Now, does a photo of books really count as a notable image? <laughs> Anyways, join us as we celebrate the latest Nobel Prize in Literature winning Abdul Razak Gurna, who has contributed more to post-colonial black literature than perhaps anyone else alive. To view the image, subscribe to our newsletter at theweeklyrundown.us. This week's number, train capacity could increase by 50%. We know what you're thinking. Trains are awesome, and we should dedicate an entire issue to them. Alas, the world is cruel to us pharaoh equinologists, and we have to pretend that not everyone is as into trains as they should be. Anyways, train capacity within the U.S. could increase by 50% if trains became fully autonomous. We keep hearing about autonomous driving, but in many ways, pushing the envelope on train technology would not only benefit society more, but would also be easier to do. The reality is that the U.S. has the world's largest rail network, and it regularly carries nearly a third of all freight traffic nationwide. It's four or five times more environmentally friendly than trucks, and of course is way cooler. After all, there's no such thing as scenic truck routes through the Cascade Mountains or along the Pacific Coast. What we're watching, The Closer. Dave Chappelle just released his latest Netflix comedy special, The Closer and the internet is in an uproar. In typical Chappelle style, he explores controversial topics such as race, sexual orientation, and feminism. Chappelle relishes challenging his audience by presenting ideas that are taken for granted in a manner that illustrates their, at times, absurdity. Whether you enjoy the special or not, though, is more likely dependent on what your political opinions are on the topics he talks about. However, even if you don't agree with him, one can still appreciate watching a master artist. And in case you missed it, updating you on last week's big idea, the federal debt ceiling has been lifted until December. The WHO has approved the world's first malaria vaccine, a disease which kills hundreds of thousands of Africans annually. Finally, a bloodthirsty dictator now runs not only Saudi Arabia, but also an English soccer club. That's the Weekly Rundown, produced by Ahmed, Yunus, and Faisal. Send us your feedback and questions, and subscribe at theweeklyrundown.us. Refer a friend and earn prizes by sharing the link in your email. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.